And hello, and welcome back to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby once again, and we have our good friend, Mr. Will Rabin, joining us tonight. Will, how's it going? How's it feeling after a Clemson win? Dude, uh, Nick, what's up, man? Um, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it is uh, a feeling of relief. Um, I know we talked about last week that we didn't want to have a feeling of escape, but um, that was ine- inevitable the way the game played out. Um, we definitely escaped with a win, um, but I thought we played hard. And uh, in the end, I think ultimately, I, I do agree with Dabo and, and, and being proud of our guys for having the will to win. I, I think that they dug deep. Um, so, but a feeling of relief, you know, we, we survive in advance. I feel like that's going to be the mantra of this season. Um, but yeah, still happy with the win. Um, but definitely relieved <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I think, I think relieved is a good word. Um, I think when, when you look, if you were just look at the box score of this game and you're seeing like, okay, you have ranked Clemson, uh, who only wins 19 to 13, you know, they were a 15 and a half point spread. You have Boston college playing with their backup quarterback at home. And you think like, okay, like Clemson struggled and which, I mean, there are things that are still being improved on, but if you watch the flow of the game, I think that there's a lot to be encouraged on. I will say that there's a lot I know there there are fans who are still frustrated with a lot of things, and I think those some of those things are fair. And I think that especially the offense, there's more to be desired there. But I think you're right. The fight from this team was really impressive. Like before we got on, I think you quoted a lot. I want to give you credit for this, but there's there's just the injuries was incredible. When you think you had both Brzee and Tyler Davis are out, you have Davis Allen go out on the targeting call. You have Galloway go out the tight end with with head um, injury. You have uh, Justin Ross go out head injury. Will Taylor goes out. Le- yeah, yeah. Will Taylor goes out leg injury. I mean, you're ba- it's all these different playmakers, and it was this game really tests the depth and the the will just to fight for this team. And that's what I was really impressed with. Is I, you know, you're nervous as you're trying to see what happens, but I was. I also felt confident. I was like, these guys are going to give it their best effort. And I think that's what we really saw. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, um, it, it was hard to watch um, because it just felt like, like you said, if you look at the stat line and you look at just the flow of the game on paper, um, this game should not have been the, as close as it was. I really do believe that that Clemson um, controlled the majority of the game. I really do. And I think um, you should be encouraged if you're a Clemson fan. And I know that people on Twitter are, are going crazy and, you know, Twitter is just the the place where um, all, all Clemson football narratives go to burn. Um, But I think you should be encouraged um, as you watch that game it's close and you feel relieved and and you feel like you escaped, but really we saw some improvement. Um, I thought the O-line play was the best it's been all year. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about uh, the coaching staff kind of targeting that group. 
and, and moving things around. And um, so I thought that they motivated our guys well by mm-hmm. moving pieces. Um, Brock Horst in the guard position, which is his natural position, he played a lot better. You know, we talked about that. Um, and I think, I think our, our running game was, was, was improved. Um, I thought DJ, when he ran the ball, he played better as a quarterback. And I think we talked about this and yep, we did. Um, and as far as play calling goes, I thought that play calling was better this game. Um, and I know people are upset. I know that people are not satisfied with, um, a 19 to 13 win, but, um, as far as growth and improvement, I thought that, um, it was, it was visible. Um, I, I was able to see it. Um, but you know, a lot to be encouraged by, I think the, the rate of improvement is, is where a lot of people are, um, are getting upset about the rate of growth rather, um, in, in our team. But, you know, with 10 to 11 guys due to injuries or, or ejections, um, that's tough to win, man. And it's tough the will to win after stuff like that happens. So definitely, um, definitely impressed uh, by our team. Yeah, I mean, even just looking at the stats real quick. I mean, we, when you look at passing yards, BC beat us three eleven to two hundred seven. Uh, which Grissel, I mean, I think he at the end he was getting some some chunk plays. I will say we were playing a little bit more of a prevent mm-hmm. kind of cushion yeah. defense, so you're going to get some underthrow yards with that we get we got the two picks which i think were huge as well rushing yards this is what was huge 46 for boston college 1.4 clip clemson 231 5.8 per attempt that's gonna win you that's windy football games and it's not just the big run i was really it was just really nice to see kobe pace like how hard he's been working and him to get that long touchdown run i think that was just that was really encouraging to see the hole that was there and then him hit it and then to score. Yeah. Him, him and Mafa really, you know, they traded blow for blow getting in there and they hit holes hard. And Mm -hmm. I thought that they, they tracked behind their lead blocker really well. They had good vision and they, they were patient to be behind. And then when they Mm -hmm. saw a sliver of light, they shot through and um, just really, really proud of them. And, you know, we kept our feet chopping on that one play. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was Kobe Pace. And, and he he busted through and, and got, you know, another big chunk. And so, yeah, yeah really proud of those guys um, stepping in. And, and, you know, as Davo says, grab an axe mentality. Hey, it's your time. Um, yep. Grab an axe and go to, go to work. So I loved it, man. I love seeing those guys. And, encourage that they don't dance around in the backfield. Um, yeah. And, and they just hit the hole. I think that, you know, commit to the game um, is, is what really we'd like to see as Clemson fans um, is, yeah. is our guys not laying down, not, mm-hmm. not going through the motions and just play. So. Yeah. I a hundred percent. I mean, Mafa to me, he had seven carries for 58 yards, 8.3 average. You, when you think you touched the ball seven times, how much of an impact? He his impact on the field of the game was so huge. Just his even like pass protection or 
I know none of these guys do great with that, but I just – the confidence you could just feel when he was on the field. And what I'm so impressed with is he came in, you know, beginning of the season. They're expecting to redshirt him, and he's, what, maybe fourth on the depth chart? Yeah. Which they oh, still can. Yeah, which they still technically can. But yeah. the way – the way I think the running backs hit the holes was really impressive. And – when your offensive line is having a hard time getting a push. And I think it's like those guys effort begets effort. And like, you know, the big saying is iron sharpens iron, but like the way that those guys early were hitting the holes and getting like, okay, I'm going to turn this two yard gain into a four yard gain. They're always falling forward. They're always hitting the hole, finishing a play. And I saw a couple of the wide receivers putting in some better blocks and, I think that's encourages the offensive line and saying, Hey, I just need to like really make this hole as best I can. These guys are going to, they're going to finish as best they can. And then you're going to eventually break one like pace did, but the way Mafa was hitting the vision, especially like the off tackle or like between, I think it's the, is that the B gap. Yeah. The way he was hitting those holes and making it's like, and then finishing the play on top of that. I was just really impressed and seeing the power game from DJ it it add an element and you know and this year is not a year where we're gonna just drive down and get everything we want it's not as sexy it's not as like you know highlight reel but as we've said you know ever since college if you get three or four yards a clip on the ground you win the football game you, no, take you really do you take the points and bt potter he he was clutch he got four field goals i mean yeah. that's the ball game yeah and I think it's just, it's good to see growth. I think it's slightly reassuring, you know, as Dabo would say a lot, Hey, we haven't played our foot, our best football yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's just so much more for us to improve on. And so I think as Clemson fans, like we get, we get to still witness our best football. It's not mm-hmm. happened yet. Um, you know, I think there's, we improved over the last week. We talked about, you know, yep. let's, let's cut down the penalties. Um, yep. There still were some, but I thought we played a, a cleaner game. Mm-hmm. Um, the refs were not good uh, Saturday night. They, they weren't. Um, I thought I thought that, you know, they they made some bad calls. Uh, I I was with Dabo. I was losing my mind <laughs> the entire time. And, and – you know, you hate to, you hate to say say stuff like that, but it, he, like, when you make a, a a call like that, it really does impact the game. It really yeah. does, and they, I mean, it led to a touchdown score, and it was a momentum changer in the game. And um, so disappointing. And I thought that um, I thought the the crowd was a big element. You know, I wasn't there, but um, I was texting a few people that were, and they're like, "It's loud." Um, so. I, and they were not happy with that call for sure. And so they were, they were letting the ref have it and um, they were definitely involved in the game. And so, I don't know. I think it's not all doom and gloom as we've already stated um, in an earlier episode, like there, there is growth. There are mm-hmm. things happening. We are moving forward and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of positivity that comes out uh of this game more than I think people think. Um, because again, I don't think that we have played our best football yet. 
So, oh, hundred percent. I mean, encouraged by the way, Xavier Thomas. He's been he was balling out. I mean, he gets the penalty, but honestly, like I've seen him make the play where he hits the quarterback's head in a very similar yeah. play. That I mean, it just. I mean, it, it te- by technicality standpoints, he did. But I mean, y- you got to shrug it off and keep playing. But you know, people may not like the the comment that Dabo made about you know saying fourteen's playing eleven. But sometimes it does feel like that way to the coach, and it's to show. I think a big the the probably the biggest part was trying to show his players like I'm in this with you. Like this is our locker room. Like we're gonna fight to this. I'm like we're I'm on your side. You're my guy, and I'm gonna defend you. And he's he's been a big figure, fender, big defender of his program, as he would say. Yeah, and you know, and and if it was a different coach, people might not have as big of a thing. And so it, it's just his character. He's going to defend him, and you know, I don't blame him for for letting him have it and be like, hey, like that's how he felt about it. And and there were some calls that that went against Clemson, but I again I go back to. That that's what happens in football games. You got to fight through that. The guy, the guy, I think the guy I thought we can maybe go through the most impactful guy. And I'm curious to think who you got, who you think Nolan Turner won um, the trophy for the most outstanding player, which there are a lot of guys who had good games. I thought Andrew Booth was, he, he was the guy. I think he helped shut down the run game on the outside the confidence Zay Flowers, the wide receiver from Boston College, that game he helped shut him down. He had 72 yards, but that guy could have easily had 170 yards, two scores, and it's a totally different ball game. And yeah. the way he defended the run, I mean, it was it was really impressive. I thought our defense played really well um, up until like the fourth quarter, which you sure. already talked about. We played really soft coverage, but. Um, so the chunk plays on paper don't make the defensive performance look as, as good as I thought on the screen it looked. Um, I thought Andrew Booth played really well. Um, I was really impressed with his uh, open field tackling. Yes. Um, and I just don't think people realize how hard that is. Like as a if you, are, you are all by yourself and – it's it's two really great athletes going one on one, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to take guys down. It really is. Um, so I don't know. It, it's it's hard for me to to pick one. Um, I thought Andrew Booth played well. I don't know if if he's the the most impactful because um, there were a few deep throws that uh, BC missed, and he yes he, he did he, he did get um, he, he did get beat a couple times. Yeah. Um, I would say Miles Murphy. Um, he he was in there all night. Um, so I was really proud of our defensive line, um, especially with the guys out. Um, I thought he played really well. So yeah, um, I saw his number a lot. I heard his name a lot. So um, I, I think Miles Murphy is really stepping up um, in the absence of of two really big players. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, and then I think a guy you have like Will Brown, who's not going to show up on the stat sheet, comes in, backup punt returner, gets a gets a play in, but he's solid back there. We're not worrying about a muff punt or anything. He played well. Yeah. Um, you have uh, T- a Tyler Ennis, the backup third string tight end, comes in. He blocks well. Like it's not going to necessarily show up on the stat sheet, but like you're losing your top two tight ends, and you're just like you, you got to play, man. Um, 
so there's just a lot of solid, solid play in there. I think when it talks to like, sometimes it's coach speak to say how close plays are, but I thought a huge turning point and Clemson really fought this was we're up 13, what? 13, six halftime first play second half. I think it's Murphy in the backfield. Um, We get him Grossell, the quarterback for BC throws it across the field for like almost like a screenplay. It deflects Sheridan Jones almost has a ball land in his hands. It's a walk-in touchdown turns into 20, 20 to six. And then it, we turn around and that's the, and that's the drive where I'm pretty sure it's the same drive where we get the penalty and then they score tie the game. I mean, that's a huge point swing. Like if you think oh, about yeah. how, how close that is and I don't blame him. That's a, it's tough when it deflects and like, you can't, you honestly can't assume in this interception anyway, but when you just think of like how close or in, um, and Gata falls down because the ball's a little bit low from DJ on that long play, that could have been a touchdown. So the points, to me, the points are going to be there. Like it's very close for DJ. There have been some talks as we're, you know, going into this, you know, already been talking about like 15 minutes, but like we haven't even super touched on DJ. There have been some talk already of already. There's been some talk of like, should we give Tyshawn Pumachan more of an opportunity or like, should we open up some of these positions more? I mean, I mean, what's your kind of take on that after tonight and just kind of seeing, I mean, he's thrown after the game and he like, he's his biggest critic. I mean, that's a, that's a tough question right now, but what what would be your take on that? Man. And I, I'm not in that. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not one of those coaches. I've never coached at that level. So it's so hard to even evaluate. Um, and it's, it's hard to even um, say, Hey, this is the time to make a change. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the right time yet. Um, because, you know, DJ still is growing. Um, he improved from week to week and so i know the rate of growth is uh is not how people would would like um so i i get it um tyson tyson is he's a good player um i think he he has a a different running style he's not as power um mm-hmm. running style as as dj would be so it'd be different i think dj is a better thrower and i know that's kind of sensational and, and crazy because uh, a lot of people are like, "Are you kidding me?" Um, he would—he is not a better thrower. He can't—he can't hit the broadside of a barn. But I mean, um, when when DJ does step up and 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 make like good throws, like they are on target and they're they're tight. Um, I think Tyson just—I don't know if he can make the throws that that we need. But um, who knows, man? Maybe maybe it's. You know, coaches make decisions all the time to motivate people, and so if yeah. if that's the ticket, if that's the ticket to to motivate mm-hmm. DJ to um, to really dig deep and, and find find himself, um, maybe that is 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 the way. And maybe you next mm-hmm. game you work on maybe these next two weeks we work on. Hey, we we have different packages, and you get this drive, you get this drive, and um, let's see what happens and open up the playbook maybe a little bit because they they are different players, and I think you could do different things with them. Yeah. Um, but you know, DJ DJ grew from week from last week to this week. Mm-hmm. I I think it's noticed. Um, we made some critical drops in that game. 
that we gotta we gotta help our quarterback. He's struggling, but you gotta help him out. You gotta make some catches that mm-hmm. that help our offense. Um, he's still not a leader yet. You know, we we've seen we've seen five games so far, and um, he's still not a leader. And so that's that's hard because his role naturally demands leadership. Um, yeah. As on as an offensive leader, so. Um, it's really, it's really kind of heartbreaking to watch because, you know, that, that option play that we ran, he should not have pitched that ball. Like that is not a leader making a good decision. And that play play was really nerve wracking for me. Yeah. And, and, um, and then when he had the, the 15 yard run and he ran out of bounds early, like I kind of wanted to see him grit his teeth and run over that DB. Like he has that guy by almost a hundred pounds and mm-hmm. it's, I just want to see him grit his teeth. And cause you know, if he bulldozes that kid, you know, everybody that on that O line, those wideouts, everybody on the sidelines getting fired up. And um, mm-hmm. they're like, he's our guy. He's playing with us. And um, I'll fo- I, like, I'll get in the trenches with that guy. Like yeah. I'll follow him. I'll follow him anywhere. Um, so there's just a few things like he's, he's, but he's grown. So, you know, he, he threw the ball out, mm-hmm. out of bounds a few times when he, he needed to, like I saw some growth there. He's not taking a sack when, when he's getting pressure, yeah. he no, threw it no out. sacks, no sacks yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. He's so he's learning and I see growth, but I understand the frustration. Um, but He's definitely not a leader yet, and and we do need a leadership figure out there. Um, yeah, so. I think I, I think with some of these personalities, that's not fully not fully there. Like I know Justin Ross, I saw him; he's a quieter guy too, and you know it, it, we just don't have somebody super up there. I mean, you have like a Matt Bockhorst, and he's he's doing his job, but almost from like a skill position kind of a guy, like an Amari or somebody, you just don't have that right now. And all the, I feel like some of the personalities you just don't, that honestly, that's why I like a guy like Lin J really hurts just because of his development, you know? And I wish him not, like nothing of the best. Like it's not like a critical, it's just more of like when you have one of those guys, you can be a senior leader or upperclassman. You, you, you would just like to see that, you know? And so the, it's really the finesse. I really think I'm in the camp too of you hold off on switching. I think I want to say his confidence is shaky, but he's like overthinking it because the talent's there and it's on these finesse balls where he's just like almost so amped up to hit it. And he's like, he's making the right read, but it's too high or he, he sees Ngata in there and he tries to laser it in there and it's low accuracy is has been an issue you know and but then i think i think the biggest encouragement of why you don't take him out is from i don't know if you you've probably have seen this but the video of him making throws after the game yeah on bc you win the game and i think dj is is the type of guy where he's his biggest critic and it sounds like there's some family stuff going on and i know i I hope that's all okay and you can just tell that he's just like in his head like so hard on himself and with the talent that's there i just don't think that's the best thing 
thing for this team to then take him out. And then you might, it might confirm things that aren't necessarily true of what he's capable of, you know, and he just needs somebody. We keep believing in him. So I think you keep trusting the process. I was just curious just because like, I don't think that was like put on or he's like trying to be like shown as a leader or anything like that. I think he was just mad at the way he was playing and he wanted to keep throwing, you know? Yeah. And people, and we're just in an age where like everyone has a camera and you can capture it all. He, he was, he was doing that for himself because he was mad at himself. I really think that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, going forward, you know, we have, and we, and we can maybe finish this up with this last question going forward, you know, we have a bye week so I'm, it's been a long time since I've been really happy for a bye week just with injuries and just time to work on stuff. What are you looking for? from this bye week and then we go on the road at Syracuse on a Friday. Like what are you looking for in these next couple weeks to kind of see from this team? I think we look for chemistry. Um, we need to, we need to make the connections happen between mm-hmm. uh, our QBs and our wideouts. Like that is just, there's a clear disconnect. Um, and it, whether it's, whether it's like DJ coming out of the huddle and, and the wideouts coming out of the huddle, they they heard the same play, but for some reason, uh, they have a different expectation of how it's going to go. I, I just I don't understand um, how how clear this disconnect could could possibly be. So, I'd love to see I'd love to see that improve. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see the playbook kind of open up a little bit, and we did see it. Um, I thought that was pretty exciting from this past game. Is is we did see the playbook kind of open up. And I think honestly, you know, everyone that's calling for our coaching, our coaches, their jobs, calling for their jobs, like, come on, like, like sit back and relax because those guys are are brilliant. And I think it's, it's really a matter of uh, the players at this point. I think, I think Saturday night made that clear, at least to me, it made it clear because they, they're really simplifying the play calls for DJ specifically. Mm-hmm. I think that DJ, they're, they're trying to give him wins, um, little wins here and there. Like, hey, you did this well. You did this well. Let's, and then at some point, I think we're going to be able to open up this playbook and, and, and have him start to run things. But at this point, like either it's a mental block or it's a confidence thing, whatever it might be. Um, he's not able to handle it yet, yet, you know, and I really mm-hmm. do believe that we will get there. Um, and so in these next two weeks, like I want to see these guys, you know, gel together. Um, I'd love to see those, those wideouts and QB connections, um, start to form. Um, and, um, it, you know, improve blocking, get our running backs involved and who knows, man, you know, um, I, I'd love to see maybe eventually, um, obviously I think we'd love to see our guys get better and healthy, um, uh, for this, for this next game, um, in two weeks against Syracuse. Um, but I think what we saw Saturday night, we got to see two running backs that are really good. And that, that we can trust. So I'm interested to see what the coaches do with these two backs. 
Um, so I know that, that we have to keep the play calling simple, but we got two dynamic backs that um, I'd love to see um, yeah. something, something a little different. So obviously the play calling is okay. Um, I saw better play calling, but I also saw better play and some growth from our offense. So these two weeks are going to be crucial. Um, so I think, I think it's almost like a second chance at fall camp. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you, and you have some actual like game stuff to work on. Like you have that experience, you know, I would love some more confidence when it comes into the red zone. I totally understood why they were calling plays that way um, to keep on the ground. I think I would love a little bit more read option with DJ. Cause I thought that was there in the end zone just because I'm like, dude, like he's right there, but I get it. And, and, and in a sense, like when you're, it's like, you got to line up and be able to run three yards, you know, like, and, and you take the points. So I, I think, yeah, some of that simplifying, I wouldn't, maybe you take away some more of the RPO, like run pass options and just give him like one, two, like then um, check down, you know, like just make it very simple. Like first read, second read, this is what you do. And I think they've, they've been doing that. And I'm not sitting here being like, I super know, but maybe you put in both backs at the same time and like have a little one goes off our pass the screen game. Like I think a couple of those were there. You yeah, he's improved on that. Like he's, more, like he's improving, you know? And I think, but then, then again, you want to take deep shots, but the offensive line has got to protect him enough to be able to do that. So maybe you do some more, that first play with Justin Ross, that little pop pass. I thought that was very, like, I thought that was great. Maybe you do some more of that. So I think two weeks and then playing Syracuse and not just distracted Syracuse, two weeks and then playing Syracuse on the road, I think can be a real confidence booster because yeah. Syracuse, and we'll get into this, you know, in a future episode, but they're, I mean, it's pretty clear they're going to run with Tucker. Like it's pretty clear what they're doing and there's not, they're not as much of a threat in the, in the passing game. And they're just not as strong this year. So it's an opportunity you build on this and then you go out and get just, just a good, just play well an all around good game. And the opportunity is there. And so I think, yeah, that chemistry is, is the biggest thing. And I think these two weeks are going to be really good for DJ. Um, and if he's our guy, which I think, I think he should be our guy right now. Um, he, he needs to understand the read. He really mm. does. He, like if that's our game, which, you know, historically that's Clemson's offensive game, which is mm-hmm. zone read. We do a lot of zone read. And what I saw from Saturday night was, I don't know if he knows what to do with the zone read. I think that he's already made a decision what he's going to do with that ball before the ball snapped. And yes. yes. Um, so, so like you said, like, I'd love to be able to see him come out of these two weeks, have a better grasp and an understanding of the zone read, be able to check down more effectively. Mm-hmm. And, and like the finesse balls are not there. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have the touch yet. He just doesn't. And um, so this is critical for DJ, I think um, more than a lot of these guys, but um, you know, it's on it's on the coaching staff to to keep him motivated and continue to build him up um but 
if, if the zone read is going to be something we commit to, um, I, I really, I really think this, this two weeks is, is going to be critical for him to, to really fully understand it um, and be able to be empowered to mm. make decisions out there. Um, because right now he doesn't feel like he, he can make a decision. Um, he doesn't feel confident. And you know, when the, when the, when the camera pans to his eyes, like, I'm like, man, that kid doesn't have the eye of the tiger yet. Like he just doesn't have it. Um, I, I think he just, right now he's playing a little timid and, um, I think he, there's some sort of doubt, whether it's doubting himself, doubting, um, the guys around him to, mm-hmm. to make things happen. Um, doubting the coaches, I, whoever, there's some level of doubt that I see, um, that makes him kind of play. It makes him, it look, it looks like he's playing at like, you know, 60%. Um, so, uh, I'd love to these new weeks. Um, so it, it's an opportunity for him to, to really understand our scheme um, mm-hmm. better. You know, I know he's been in the program for a year and a half now, um, coming on two years, and you'd think that he would kind of understand it. But I think these two weeks, you know, with game film, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I think so too. And, and what I love is that he, his, heart, his work ethic, like he's going he's gonna to keep improving. Um, and I think we just got to keep having faith in him. That's the biggest thing, but I agree. I mean, there's just definitely stuff to work on. So, but I'm also really glad for a bye week and I wish we were still ranked, but honestly, I'm, I'm more happy that we won and that we have stuff we can keep building on and the ranking, it, it'll come as it comes. So, but Will, thanks for being on, man. Um, yeah, another, man. another Clemson win and, I know we'll be on soon. Talk about talk about some Syracuse, some other orange. Yeah, the wrong orange. Hey, maybe maybe we'll have uh, some naturally squeezed orange juice in a couple of weeks. I'll make sure to I'll make sure to go get it at the store. Some It'll be my drink of choice for that game. Drink of choice. I like it. I like it. We'll send our brunch. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for thanks for being on, um, y'all. Thanks for listening. And for now, we are signing off.